Like my nigga Cool Kev from Florida would say, a bitch gotta get that cash. Got you. Say, who gon' check me for real? I know take nobody able. Niggas ain't tryna box. Niggas want a legal cable. What's up with that Yola? Man, who got that bacon soda? Stankin' older out the kitchen so they kids don't have to grow up like they did. Don't do no bid. Don't do no flexin'. Be the shit. But you get the gist. Don't do no tellin'. Be legit. Don't ever switch. We leaving you with them boohoo faces. Watch you like that hoodoo station. Man, my partner just beat two new cases. Back in the projects. Got a Zuzu's racing. Africa Bambada shit. Shout out to the Zulu Nation. Who we facing? A system more concerned with booty shaking than the moves we making. Laughing, puffing, chilling, you be facing Product of a rap song, the influence that strong Ironically, I became the shit after all of that getting crapped on And now I just gotta spread love, need more of that in these black homes More businesses to be black on, and we back on Fucking with some real niggas, boy, I bet they know me Basing every move off where I'm gonna be when I'm folding Culture junkie really mean one thing if you condone it That's pussy, money, power, and religion for the homies If you feel me, get your mind right, money right Get your mind right, money right. Get your mind right, money right. Listen, cause if there's money to be made, you better make it then. And if it's something on your mind, my nigga, say it then. Real nigga, say it then. Say it then, bulldog. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Cedric Warren here. That song you just heard is um, called Say It Then by Trans Lee from his 2014 album, Culture Junkie. Uh, Cedric Warren here with Ted Talk. Get it? Like Ted Talk, but it's me. A uh, couple of things. Want to get into the college football playoff rankings. So last week we had Ohio State at one, LSU at two, and Bama at three with Penn State at four. Penn State then faced that ranked Minnesota team and Bama and LSU scoring off in week 11. Uh, so we knew things were going to change, right? Uh, knew those two teams, uh, each of those teams would definitely have to face each other, therefore knocking each other out of the top four. Uh, Clemson and UGA at that time rounded out at five and six. And then, of course, my Oregon Ducks were just beyond that at number seven. Now, after the game of the week, probably the game of the season, LSU has solidified themselves at number one. Uh, fantastic team, fantastic game that they played. I've been a fan of LSU this season, I really figured that with this new quarterback, Joe Burrow, they would really have an opportunity to make a name for themselves, and they've really done that. Uh, Played a great game against Alabama. Uh, I kind of felt like the juice was off for Alabama in the beginning, uh, especially with Tua dropping the ball at the two, three-yard line. Uh, That was uncharacteristic of of him, so you could tell that his knee, ankle was bothering him a little bit. So uh, from that point on, I knew LSU had a little bit of swagger from them. And even at halftime, I knew Alabama would not get blown out. Uh, Alabama does not win five, six championships in the last seven years and get blown out by the LSU team that's just now getting good. So we know that's not going to happen. But uh, after that LSU, big win. Uh, So shout out to the Tigers there. 
LSU is at number one. New rankings feature Ohio State at two, Clemson at three, and UGA at four. So Clemson fans, you can stop moaning and whining. Uh, we knew you were going to slide in there. You'll probably stay in there, likely because the ACC is weak and nobody else is probably going to knock you off. Uh, so with that being said, I think – Coming up this week, we have some good games with Auburn facing both UGA uh, this week, and eventually they'll face Bama. So uh, with my Oregon Ducks being a quiet number six, I think Auburn can make something shake and let my Ducks slide in there. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Auburn could potentially pull an upset for both UGA and Bama. Uh, UGA lost to South Carolina, and we're not good plain and simple. Uh, Bama has some weaknesses in their secondary, and if Auburn can find a way to give Bo Nix protection, we can definitely uh, see an upset there for UJ and Bama, which would definitely allow my Ducks to slide in. So the current top four, like I said, with LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and UGA, I don't like UGA at number four, mainly because they lost to us. And then we lost to App State, who then lost to Georgia State or Georgia Southern. Either way, uh, I don't think... Either of those teams deserve – that team does not deserve to be in number four. I would give that spot to Oregon, uh, whose only losses to an Auburn team at the beginning of the season was on the last play of the game. So uh, with that being said, I think I agree with the committee for the first three teams, but UJ does not deserve to be in that number four spot. So uh, moving on to the second thing. So I know a lot of you probably saw on Facebook – around the news if you're following the election and a lot of the candidates you've probably seen Kamala Harris's new plan to extend the school day uh, I hope y'all actually read the article and what she has instead of just commenting on the title because I know a lot of y'all saw it on Facebook and was probably like nah that's a stupid idea um, kids don't need to be in school that long blah 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 well, if you actually read the article, um, the what she is proposing is known as the Family Friends Family Friendly School Act. Uh, about a 17-page document that amends a 1965 policy uh, that's featured at over 500 elementary schools in the country, uh, and the purpose really is to align. Um, the school day with working parent schedules. So we have to kind of think outside of ourselves uh, when we're looking at this um, proposal here. Um, we want to be able to provide the best opportunities for our children. Uh, and oftentimes the parents are working till five and kids get out of three, that's costing parents money for childcare and childcare can be expensive after school, depending on how old your kid is, how many kids you have. If you're a single parent, if even if it's two parents, you're not making a lot of money. Um, those things can add up. So uh, I like what she's proposing. Um, I'm pretty sure once I get a chance to read through the full proposal, I'll probably have some more questions and bring some more uh, thoughts to you via said talk. But I wanted to at least share that with you all there. Um, again, I agree with it. Let me know if you do agree with it. If you don't agree with it, uh, tell me what you like, what you don't like about it. Um, but like I said, be sure to go to her website and just look at the full proposal and see what she's saying. Uh, I know a lot of you probably don't necessarily like her in general, but for the simple fact, you should just give it a shot. Um, I think it has an opportunity to be good. I think it can be not necessarily national policy, but I think it should vary state to state, and each state should be able to um, customize it how they want. Uh, third thing, so I wanted to come on with this being my first actual audio 
said talk i know a lot of you if you follow me on facebook you've seen me write a lot of uh my said talks and you commented and i appreciated that uh, i have to give a quick shout out to my sans kiana Ida Edie, who actually suggested that i actually do this one time uh for actual podcast so uh thanks for that i've listened to hers which is called the new geechee you should definitely check that out it's on itunes so definitely listen to that but wanted to share a quick moment of transparency for you um so a lot of you know, if you've seen my Facebook post, I've shared my story that I took a leap of faith uh, to move to Indianapolis to be closer to my girlfriend and pursue new job opportunities here. Both have worked out wonderfully. Uh, the unfortunate thing uh, was that shortly after receiving my job offer and coming into a year, uh, my job has now gone to part time. So it's just the downside of working in public health. It's nothing that I'm not familiar with. Uh, so now that I have this part-time status I'm looking to do more things that I'm interested in uh, and part of me is definitely still working to find a job because bills got to get paid student loans got to get paid uh, but the other half has not been too worried because I know that if God brought me this far he's not gonna let me go at this point in time either so I think it's really an opportunity for me to do two things one to begin to pursue the passions that I really have and then two to see how much I truly trust God and his plan for me so um, I'm on a mission to work for myself, be my own boss. My goal is to do my own nonprofit full time, which if you probably seen on Facebook as well, which is called Palmetto Pride. Uh, definitely follow us on Facebook so you can learn more about that. Uh, so with the extra time, I'm definitely going to be doing that type of stuff. Uh, more of these weekly, weekly said talks, um, working on photography skills. So really just attacking my goals and things like that for the rest of this year and next year. So. Um, um, I hope that me sharing this uh, continues to inspire people. I've gotten multiple comments from multiple people when I shared my story that they were inspired to make a move, may not be moving halfway across the country or away from family, but it's really taking the chance to see what's on the other side of fear. Uh, Will Smith gave a great quote one time. He said, it's amazing what God has for us on the other side of fear. Uh, so I encourage everybody to um, take that leap. It doesn't have to be the biggest leap, but take the first step to kind of making your dreams come true and doing things that you want to do. Um, our lives are too short not to pursue those things. Um, so definitely want to recommend that you all do that. Uh, if you have any questions about what I've done and just kind of where I've been in my journey, feel free to um, hit me up on Facebook, uh, Instagram if you follow me, which is at irepta5. Twitter is the same at irepta5 as well. Uh, next thing. So I've been trying to read more, which is good for all of us. Knowledge is power and a lot of that knowledge can be found in books. So uh, one of the books I'm reading now is called Good to Great by Jim Collins, a uh, phenomenal book. If you're interested in running a business or any kind of entity, you want to be a leader, I think this book offers some very practical information on ways to become uh, one of the best in whatever field you're in. 
Uh, it offers very practical things. So uh, it's an easy read. I think it's one of the ones that you read chapter by chapter slowly, or you can read it through one time and then go back through and really ingest everything slowly as well. Uh, the second thing I'm reading is called From Generosity to Justice uh, by Darren Walker, who is the CEO of the Ford Foundation. Um, that one is another good one. It really uh, shows us that we can't just throw money at problems that are happening. Much of philanthropy of what we see now is large foundations throwing money at um, issues or helping support grassroots uh, organizations that are doing things like that. But solving homelessness, um, solving inequities in education won't happen simply by throwing money at the problem. We have to address the uh, root causes of these things. And that's what the book is talking about, how we shift from just putting money to it to actually getting to the root cause of that, which I'm very familiar with uh, working in public health. So uh, I think it's a really good read. And another book I've read before and started to read and need to finish is called Give and Take by Adam Gant. Uh, and that one just shows, talks about how people who give more are better leaders uh, than those who take. So definitely check those books out. Uh, again, Good to Great by Jim Collins, From Generosity to Justice by Darren Walker of the Ford Foundation, uh, which can be found on the Ford Foundation's website. You can download it for free. And then Give and Take by Adam Gant. And then finally, my quote of the day or advice of the day, as I mentioned earlier during my moment of transparency, uh, I want you all to pursue your passions. Uh, I've really invested this year and plan to invest next year to do so. Um, again, our life is short and I think we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our creator, uh, our God, to really figure out what we are supposed to do here on this earth in our short time. And I think we owe it to the world as well that we find our passion and hopefully our passions are able to benefit people and their well-being as well so that's all i got uh i'll be checking with you all next week and uh we're gonna let this translate fade us out so i'll talk to you later Say it then, bulldog and hoe, shout out Alabama A&M, I got that old game, Sega Gen, DNC like ABM, we all about money, ATM, new fresh, new hundred dollar bills, pay me them, pay me them, DJ Nando up in heaven, the baddest scripper, save me them, ooh, save me them, save me them, I'm trying to get like Jay-Z them and start rapping like AZ them, can see I'm visualizing the realism of life and actuality, fuck who's the baddest, a person's status depend on salary and my mentality is money oriented. And now I'm acclimated to stunting no hoes I've dated I stated this shit before, remember we had your bow jeans And everyone I knew was fucking when they was 14 Blowing strong for they protein, never knew Joel Osteen Roasting in the lunchroom, we had mastered the art of boasting Talk from the OGs to never say what you don't mean Cause life can turn a ball and dope deal into a dope fiend You cause a casualty and actually we don't call the police We call the homies, it's no peace That's why I hope you got your mind right, money right If it's something on my
my mind, oh, I'ma say it then. Real nigga, say it then. Wait, what? Do it again.